Fresh off the Oscars. And a glorious win it was for Mikey. Fresh off the Oscars. A bit odd, like a month and a half ago. First podcast since the Oscars. And there's plenty to celebrate, brother. Indeed. We have finally thrown off the shackles of the dark reigns of Christopher winning and me getting butt-fucked. And, uh, you know, some good people won. So there's a celebration for that as well. Mikey didn't get three sheets to the wind during the Oscar podcast to make a bunch of crazy picks at the last second. Uh, against better judgment, too. Because wasn't there something you almost went, like, some wacky on? Didn't you almost, like, not pick Renee Zellweger for best actress? That was going to be maybe going with, uh... What was it? I don't know. I don't know, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett I don't know who else you would have picked. Oh, like, Sorcy Ronan would have been, like, the complete, like, like, Ronan, like Mike, picking a star. Stop picking with your cock. Pick with your brain. No, I just... Little women's a death trap. I just went, like, man, white people are cleaning up for all the acting awards. Uh, they might give Best Picture to an all-Korean cast and a Korean director. Uh, it was a pretty timely movie. It's definitely... I was worried the, he was going to get Best Director and not Best Picture. Well, I, I almost felt positive he was going to get Best Director. They've given that to foreign directors, like, four years running now. Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was a guarantee that would happen. It would almost certainly win Best Foreign Film. Uh, it winning Best Picture is not a stunner to me. Like, it was definitely, like, one of the three movies I thought had, like, a real shot at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am glad. I think it is probably the most interesting of the three movies. As much as I like 1917... That's a movie that succeeds mostly on its, like, technical prowesses, whereas uh, Parasite's a movie that definitely has a lot more layers to it. Do you think 1917 being released so late in the season hurt it at all? I mean, yeah. I guess whoever gets the screeners, they're getting all of them anyway, but... I was going to say... Like, people at home, I felt like, were like, what's this movie? Uh, no. I mean, I, there were a couple other movies that released pretty late into the cycle, too. Because there was um, no way to see that outside of a theater. Yeah, I mean, that's, but at the same time, people are getting screeners anyway, and, uh, I mean, it's weird. a lot of people at the Oscars don't even, they don't even look. <laughs> they don't even watch the movie, so. Is that true? Yeah, it's, it's a very notable thing. It was, like, a big issue that, like, a lot of people, uh, I forget what movie it was recently, but a, a bunch of people saying, like, yeah, I heard it's a really great movie. I made sure it nominated for one of those things. Like, did you watch it? No, no. Oh, it's got to be Harriet, right? Because didn't, like, ten no, old black just, ladies see that in theaters, and that was it? Yeah, that's who I saw it with. Uh, no, it was something last year. I forget exactly what it was, but uh, there was a movie that people have been pretty open. But, I mean, they even mentioned it with, like, Greta Gerwig this year that a bunch of people hadn't seen Little Woman. Uh, so that's why she didn't get nominated for Best female, uh, best Director. So, yeah, so that's good. I will uh, proudly take the punishment. Uh, seeing the fanatic Medea oh. family funeral. And I want you to very cowardly take this punishment. <laughs> I mean, I feel proud that I'm taking it so responsibly after like the shit show that was the 24 hours between recording the podcast and then the Oscars coming out. That was you, like you cocksucker! Oh, I can't believe you saw all those. I was. Oh, you fucking fat fucking cocksucking gay homo. He's wildly inconsistent, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice mix. The last time I won, you saw three movies, and <laughs> this time you saw them all, and <laughs> still seeing your piggish machinations still didn't pay off. <laughs> um, yeah, not having enough faith in the Academy, really. Um, 
But I don't expect that. Really. It just came down to Best Picture. That that, was... But that's what I mean. I did, I did. I thought they would go in 1917 because I didn't think after not giving it to Roma over like with Green Book over it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they're just cowards. They're not going to ever yeah. pick a real brave movie for Best Picture for a while unless it's like the only clear option. I was like, 1917 is a safe enough second alternative for them to give it to that it doesn't. Watched break it. like it doesn't break the minds of the white academy voters that are just like no. I watched a woman give birth to a dead baby and swaddle it for nothing. <laughs> really, for nothing. Honestly, it didn't <laughs> yeah. win any of the awards we picked because you could just skipped it. Um, I have to this point watched Medea's Family Funeral. It's the only one of the three I've seen yet. Yeah, I saw the first maybe fifteen minutes with you, and it felt like we were kind of having fun ragging on it, and then I was like. Well, fuck that. He didn't save me when I was sitting through Gotti, and why? Why am I helping him make this better? Uh, yeah, it's not. So <laughs> I know very little of the Mediaverse. I guess I don't know if it has like a name, like the MDU or something like that, the MDCU. Um, it's not particularly good. Uh, I don't know what the tone of Medea is supposed to be like. I don't know if all the movies, because this one is clearly about someone dying. And the family kind of just being torn apart by it, as, like, one of the kids is already cheating on his wife with his brother's fiance, and the mother is clearly, like, going through some turmoil, accepting the fact that her husband was unfaithful to her before he died, and the sister's, like, barely able to kind of keep her two brothers, like, in check before, like, a fight is just going to break out between them. David Atungo just flexing his way into your heart. Yeah, David Atungo's shirts are going to explode off on any scene, potentially. Um, and then you have all this weird drama, and then uh, frequently you'll just cut over to Tyler Perry playing some wacky character for a scene that'll go on for, like, 20 minutes long of just him interacting with, most times himself, uh, or the two fucking old biddies. I don't know what their names were. Harriet, Harrietta, or Hattie, Hattie and something else. Uh, and the scenes that just are long and unrefined and go on. Didn't appear to have a, those two old biddies, didn't appear to have a, a family relationship, just appear to be the Larry and Curly to Medea. Yeah, um, and look, hey, I, I'm not here to act like I'm an expert on black culture. Maybe that's a thing that black people do a lot. It's like at family functions, you're like, oh, well, these people are so close, they're basically like family. So they're definitely like invited to anything. Mm-hmm. That, maybe that's more of a thing than I know it is. Um, I honestly have no real issue with it, besides the fact that those characters are just death, so... If your goal, because they're not adding to the drama at all. So if you're like, well, these guys will help lighten the levity. And it's just like, Hattie, like, "Mm, I can't wait to just slide my tongue up and down that wooden leg of his. (laughs) And you're just like, oh, man, can I, what is this? Um, To my knowledge, not a phenomenally well-received movie, even by Medea fans. So maybe. Made $70 against a $20 million budget. a lot, though. Probably did a ton of commercials, but it would have been on black channels, so it's going to be cheaper. I I don't know how much that ultimately means, though, in terms of... I bet you they put up a decent amount of ads during Empire, which probably cost them something. Uh, I mean, that fucking Divorce Misery movie that What's-Her-Name was in that was also like a Tyler Perry movie. I saw a bunch of people go to see that, and that, that that was a turkey as well, so... I don't think it means a lot that it makes a lot of money, necessarily. 
Yeah, but I don't think it's putting a, a spoke in the wheel of... Or no, I don't think this is the end of the Medea Empire, the Medea-verse, as it is. Uh, but I have to assume that other people also watch this movie and like, yeah, this is kind of terrible. Because uh, it is. It's really just it's uh, stunningly unfunny. And then when it becomes a drama... I mean, it's a drama on the level of, like, a UPN TV show. Mm-hmm. Like, back in, like, the early 2000s. Yeah. Which they had very many. We watched a lot of wrestling back then, so you'd get a lot of commercials for platinum and... Because they were free to show yeah, for that network. Like, so yeah, like, yeah, what the hell, maybe. Like, Black Honor or some shit like that. Whatever shows were on that network at the time. Uh, it seemed like something on the quality of that. And then the humor is just so absurd that I really, it's like, what a, it's a, it's an astounding mishmash of the two. Mm. Like, you would want to assume you're either offsetting the comedy with a little bit of drama now and then, or you're setting up the drama as kind of like, uh, something to be parodied for. Like, look at all this serious, like, family drama, and then here come Medea and her friends to, like, just laugh and tell you life's not supposed to be so serious or something like that. It's not what it is at all. It's just a lot of drama that you had to deal with throughout it. And uh, Tyler Perry acting with himself, sometimes four times in a single scene. You're um, really taking some victory laps in his mind, I think. Like, Yeah, I, the fact that he plays Medea, Uncle Joe, I think it is, or something no. like that. Uh, he plays Uncle... Heathrow. Heathrow, that was <laughs> it. Who's like a crippled guy in a, a new character wheelchair? His first to, appearance. Who has to speak with like a mic to the throat because of uh, lung cancer mm-hmm. or something like that, uh, or throat cancer rather. Uh, and then he just plays himself as like the normal kind of almost Uncle Tomish member that like kind of befuddled by the group. He's and... like he's the very like he doesn't really kind of get black culture. It seems like he's like the one who's like got a high paying job, and when a policeman stops him, he's like, no, no. We're going to handle this like responsible individuals, and they're going to find out there was nothing wrong here. Uh, a scene which, by the way, uh, goes on for about 15 minutes of them saying, That cop's going to shoot us in the head! Uh, and then the cop is really aggressive, goes back to the car, and then comes back and is super friendly. And that's the end of it. And you're like, so I don't... What a punchline. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, I don't understand. They they suggest that maybe the only reason he was nice is because when they looked up his information online, they saw he was, I guess, maybe an attorney or something. Not, maybe not an attorney, but someone with money. Yeah. And they backed off. But, like, it's weird that it's, like, that's just how it ends after, like, 15 minutes straight of it. Like, I don't, I'm not going to just accept this guy coming in here and yelling at me like that. That's uncalled for. That's not how justice is done. Yeah, I guess he's driving, like, something like an Escalade. So maybe once yeah. they confirmed he wasn't, like, a drug dealer. Or that it was his call. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it's it, it was an odd movie in general. Uh, it's certainly not the worst movie I've ever seen or anything like that. Uh, but, yeah, it's a real turkey to have to watch, though. Those are the good ones. Like, Emoji Movie, where you're like, I'm going to forget the vast majority of this in, like, a few weeks. <laughs> not like uh, Terminator or Transformers. Transformers or the like Dark Knight, The Last Night. your throat for the rest like, of your I life. I can't not. It's in my dreams. Uh, <laughs> like a war I lived through. Anthony oh. Hopkins every night. Like, this might be my last big movie. Big a, movie. Big movie. Big movie. <laughs> submarine that's a Transformer, but it doesn't transform. What's the fucking point? <laughs> a watch kills Hitler, and it's treated like a monster. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll see the other two then, and I'll report on them as they kind of come out. Cats, I think, is supposed to be coming to Redbox soon, and I'll have to find whatever fucking, <laughs> like, Nokia N-Gage I have to find <laughs> that I can watch the Fanatic on. 
There you go. I'm waiting for my congrats. I already gave you a congrats. Let's do one on air. <laughs> I, I did one on air like five minutes ago. Okay. Well, I said congrats to you for winning. It was kind of limp-wristed and <laughs> half-hearted. Oh, I'm sorry. Congratulations. Oh, <laughs> you're so smart and tall. This is not necessary. Yes. Oh, man, your beard's so much better than mine. Keep it coming. <laughs> More truths. Have I mentioned you make a better chai latte than I do? That's true. I don't even know the ingredients, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> I, there's at least two. Is it hot cocoa and vodka? Here we go. It's close enough. <clears throat> so it was on your mind. Uh, I think I brought this up on the podcast. Do you remember me telling you that my one, uh, were they hygienists, the dental assistant? Yeah. That I thought she was cute. Um, I've had her a few times and it's always, she's always like friendly. It's very, you know, personable, but it's just like, oh yeah, that's great. You know, nothing too crazy. The last time I was in the dentist, I had her, and she was, like, real personable, like, laughing at all my jokes, and she even gave me, like, one of those painful, like, slaps on the shoulder, like, oh, you. So I was like, you know what? Maybe this is the... Because I've noticed uh all the pictures in her section, uh it's just pictures of her and her kid. There's no guy in it. And really weirdly, at that dentist office now, they have a TV screen in the waiting room that's like, meet our staff. And they give you like a slide, a couple of PowerPoint slides. And hers is like the only one that doesn't mention a guy or anything. It's like, I'm just thankful for my dog and my kid. So I was like, you know what? I think this is finally the the time I'm going to ask her out. And, uh, she's finishing up. Also, I have a bit of a crush on her because she was the first one that's told me as an adult that I have an option besides mint as the final thing. She's like, have you ever gone with any of the other ones? Have you ever been offered, like, you know that thing they do after you're done flossing and cleaning? They give you, like... Oh, fluoride? Yeah. Uh, I thought they mentioned there's other flavors. I mean, it's, like, it's just something that numbs your mouth, so I never really considered, like, a flavor. I hate the mint one, because it just lingers so long. She was the first one to be like, yeah, we have 47 flavors. I was like, 47 flavors? (laughs) Yeah, she's like, would you like toasted marshmallow? Like, toasted marshmallow's been an option. Chicken and waffles? We'll get you some chicken and waffles. (laughs) Oh, do we got uh, do we got that white chocolate hazelnut? Did that come in? We do have some white chocolate hazelnut if you'd like to try. Cake pops? Do you want a shamrock shake? You don't like cake pops, do you? Yeah. Are you a big fan of shamrock shakes? It's a season for it. But anyway, we she, have ours year round though. She gave me the vanilla, which was pretty good, and it's uh, less obtrusive. <laughs> it's so. just you drinking it. <laughs> like, no, 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 we charge you that. They're like, no, you'll die. <laughs> Destroys your innards. If this is living, I'm tired of it. <laughs> uh, but she, I'm about to ask her out. She does like the last kind of inspection of the inside of my mouth. She goes like, huh, uh, you've kind of like a burn mark on like the inside of your cheek. She's like, and she take, takes the mirror and actually shows it to me. And sure enough, it is like a white mark on the inside of my cheek about the size of a quarter. Huh. She goes, did you like burn your mouth drinking coffee or something? I was like, I don't think so, but I guess that could have happened. She's like, you would have known if this had happened because of that. Um, we'll have to ask Dr. Lupinetti when he gets in what he thinks. And uh, Dr. Lupinetti comes in and he's so casual that he's just like, ah, you know what? You'll be back here in two weeks. If it's still there, we'll figure it out. And he leaves and she uh, she's taking the bib off. I'm not still wearing the bib. <laughs> and I've sat up and I go like, 
I say, hey, would you be interested in maybe grabbing dinner or drink sometime? And she goes, oh, no, Michael. <laughs> oh, no. And refuses to elaborate. <laughs> like, usual, the protocol to make the situation less awkward is to just, even if it's not true, just to throw in there, like, I have a boyfriend, or we don't date patients or something. She just, oh, no, Michael. <laughs> and... And you it, broke into tears. It's, no, but it leaves a question. Like, no, no, will go out with me. But it leaves the question in my mind was like, was it because you have a boyfriend? Was it because you don't date patients? Is the beard too much? What is it because like, I just pointed out you had a huge discoloration in your mouth and you're like, Hey, toots, want to go out? <laughs> yeah, sure. That's it, Mikey. Let that be the, the excuse that justifies it in your mind. Like, I bet it's because that thing she pointed out. <sighs> But the that's your out. Like, that's your way to be like, it's probably that burn mark. Like, it was kind of sudden and kind of, like, shifted the mood. Otherwise, she'd have been all over my hog, like, a... <laughs> First of all, do you like think it's... Like Kermit the Frog. Like do you think it's frog. weird to ask out the dental assistant? Um, I think it's weird to ask him out on the job. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'd stalk her on Facebook and... No, I just mean, like, while they're at work, it feels yeah. kind of inappropriate. It feels like something that that's what, like, kids do more than anything else. Like, I mean, I wait till the room was empty. I didn't want my dentist no, being like, obviously. damn! <laughs> Dr. being like, she oh. shut you down! He's like, well, I was gonna wait to bring that aloe to the next time you got back, but it looks like you need it now. <laughs> Smart. over. High-fiving her. Uh, yeah, that's probably the one. I think it's, I think it's kind of, uh, a little awkward to ask her at the job. It, like I said, the response she gave me, it, it was like I was walking down the street eating like a meatball sub with my face covered in marinara and Blake Lively walked by and I just grabbed her by the wrist. I was like, hey, toots, you and me over on Moons Over My Hammy this weekend. I oh, mean, no. I mean, I'm assuming she's relatively attractive. So I have yeah, to she's assume, cute. I have to assume that's something she deals with a lot. Where you just have people who are either making pass at her. It's a lot of old people, I believe, that go to that dentist. I think. I'm not that much older than her. No, I, I just mean there's a lot of elderly people who go there. And usually when that happens, that's when you start running into the guys who are just talkers. Mm-hmm. And are just like, man, has anyone ever told you how gorgeous you are? And it's just probably I didn't do her. any of that. But no, it's, she has to kind of shut I'm not that, Uncle Junior she, from Sopranos. She has to shut that down as quickly as possible. Someone called the cops. Someone stole oh, my heart. No, I, I'm not trying to say anything like in a Tex Avery cartoon wolf. Like, you're just like, like your eyes popping out, like, blah, 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 blah. But she has to... She has to pull my tongue down and roll it up like a blind on a window. fold it up and slide it in your pocket. No. No, it just, I think she has to shut down any of that kind of stuff, like, pretty clearly and concisely. Mm. Otherwise, it probably just gets all over the place. Yeah, it just keeps going. Or maybe she was heartbroken, like, oh, I, you acted like a gentleman before, and now you're clearly just here for one thing. And <laughs> you only were interested in Cancer mouth. I mean, look, the key thing would be, have you seen her since then? Have you been to an appointment since then? Yeah, I have to, because I'm also doing Invisalign, so I'm, and I'm near the end of Invisalign, so they like... You're a tooth Nancy, we got it. <laughs> tooth Nancy. <laughs> I've never heard that term. That might be the title of the podcast. Let's see if something comes up, though. Remember that, though. Uh, but I'm near the end of Invisalign, so, you know, it's, they give you, you get a bunch of trays each last year, week, and they move your teeth in the direction they're supposed to be in, and then you change it out every week. Now, at this point, they're only giving me every, like... Th- like four, basically enough to last for a month while they fine tune it. So I was back in there like two weeks later and, uh, she was there. She wasn't my assistant for that one. She rarely is. I always just take the last, whatever, like the nearest appointment to the end of the day. 
And uh, I saw her coming, and I, well, the whole time I was pretending to read a magazine because I was like, this will look sophisticated. Even, <laughs> yes. even though it's highlights for kids upside down. <laughs> upside down. <laughs> it's just, you're like, mm-hmm, got it, man. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm reading it backwards. You're like, oh, Goofus, what wisdom you have to suffice to us all. <laughs> I'm reading it backwards. I'm like, boom, Goofus fucking dunks on Gallant again. <laughs> But it was like a fishing magazine. <laughs> like <something> gi- <laughs> just gigantic asses weekly. <laughs> you brought that with you, sir. No, no, I'm pretty sure Buns and Ammo was here. Uh, but we didn't talk at all. And I went in with my uh, with someone else. And Lupinetti came in and like looked at my mouth. He was like, oh, it's completely gone. I was like, oh, of course she doesn't get to be here for that. Where I could have been like, see, nothing wrong. Toots, you, me, friendlies. When's it happening? It's the fanciest thing I could think of. It's so out of the way. The friendlies nearest is is so far away, too. There's so many cheaper establishments, but you're still like, yeah, but they don't have the ice cream sundae shaped like a clown. No, my girl gets a super bird with all the fixings. That's right. I did forget they called all their sandwich birds or something like that. All the triple-decker, like the club sandwiches were... They were fine. I I mean, it's probably been almost a decade since I've had one, but yeah, it was. I, I remember them being just okay. It's less than a decade, I think. Or no, I guess Uncle Tom did take us there <laughs> eleven years ago. <laughs> I didn't get the super bird that day. I, I'm sure I've had. I'm sure we ate it friendly since then, and I think I had one, but I, it's probably been about a decade. Yeah. We had to consider Friendly's closed relatively soon after we moved into this house, and I think we've been here seven years now. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was right around there. So, sometime around that. Weird weird history, local history for us, but... Yeah. But you didn't see her, like, you didn't interact with her at all since then? No. And it's... Like, I mean, I would be like... I mean, that's, it, it that's ended like, both of us just being like, oh, good seeing you, have, you know, whatever. Okay, Enjoy like, as weekend. long as it's, it like, amicable and she wasn't, like, clearly weird. Like, I think that was her way of clearly establishing, like, the no. Like, yeah, I think and, as long as you accept and the and no... Ra- yeah, and, like, rather than, like... Firmly, like, put, like, like, put her hand in front of your face, like, no, not gonna happen. Bad, Michael. Stop. Yeah, hits you into the <laughs> newspaper. Like, no, no, like, no. Doctor, no. come in here. See what this pig just asked me. He was jerking himself off. <laughs> no, I'm not a pervert. Are you? We're gonna go to your Instagram. We're gonna see the top people you follow. See how oh, okay. many of them are bikini models or wrestlers. All right, Joe Rogan. That's good. Oh, eight cosplayers in a row, <laughs> oh, all dear. girls. Oh. Sometimes I just like the uh, series they follow. Really, which one is this from? Some kind of sexy anime. I don't know. <laughs> Fourteen yoga pages, <laughs> yoga pants pages. <laughs> You're not following Bill Murray on Instagram. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think he po- he didn't post enough. One time he did, he got kind of political, and that really kind of ruined my jerk session. So, <laughs> you know, just scrolling. So. You're following the Barack Obama chick. <laughs> yeah, of course, aren't you? Yeah, it's like she's held up pretty well. <laughs> we all <admit> that. <laughs> I followed the poopy pants uh, chick. So, the, the what's her name? The fucking girl who had like the gun over her back that was like come and take it or whatever. I don't remember that. She's like she's like a conservative, like outspoken person. Uh she like goes to colleges, constantly like kind of like creates stories for herself. Tommy Lauren? No. She's I, I, she's like maybe like twenty three. Oh, okay. Uh, she, if you saw like the one image, it's like her in a dress with like an AK over her 
shoulder and it's just like a come and take it thing or something like that. Oh, okay. Anyway, like the news story eventually came out that like she was at a party and just shit herself violently. Oh. <laughs> just like people are like, I don't understand how there was that much shit in there. <laughs> I don't, man, I don't know if I, I don't care if even if it was months later, I don't know if like if I actually witnessed that. That'd be so gross. <laughs> Especially if it's like, like a And then you did it at out. a party? Yeah. Like, what was going on at the party that you couldn't excuse yourself? How great of a party could this possibly have been? You're like, oh, they were playing such great music, all my favorite ocean, or, uh, yellow card songs. Like, that's, a, that's strike two. <laughs> you got one more chance. Are you pooping yourself on Ocean Avenue? All right, now name another. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the only one people can do. There was a period of time I think I was trying to listen to them, like back when I was like maybe like seventeen, and I was like, "This song speaks to me more than anyone." Ocean Avenue was on my running list for a while. It was a decent song. I'm not gonna poop on it too. Back when I could steal, but then when I started like actually paying, yeah, like that was the key thing. I was like, "Ooh, sorry." Once once I stopped, like once I started paying for music, there was definitely a clear line cut off (laughs) between like what I was willing to listen to and not. It took like five years before uh, of Monsters and Men little talks finally made it back into my iPod. Where I was like, "All right, you are good enough, I guess. You've uh, you proved yourself. I knight you, sir. <laughs> uh, you've earned yourself. I deign to include you in Tunpayless once again." <laughs> there is a part of me that wants to go to like my next dentist appointment. Like, I'm going to shave this beard because I've been thinking of doing that anyway. Just because I only grew it for winter, and uh, you know, this is like mid almost. The second week of March and mm-hmm. haven't really had much of a winter. Didn't get the, like, out there shoveling snow, getting it caked in, in blizzard like I thought I would. And just showing up in a suit and be like, oh, hello there. Thought I was a bum last time, eh? <laughs> and have Christopher Cross, like, <laughs> playing a song in the background. Uh, you want to, so wait, what do you don't want to do with the beard at that point? Well, I'll shave the beard because, uh, this beard farce is, is over. My son is home, Sir Davos. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even going to shade the beard for that reason. I just wanted to squeeze in that reference from <laughs> yeah. the books. Yeah, like, now that it's in there, vroom, vroom, it's gone now. <laughs> are you going to shave the beard now? For the people who aren't listening, I've had a beard now for over a year now. Uh, and you've been growing one, I guess, maybe four like months, six months, maybe? I trimmed it right before Terry's wedding to like a two or a three. Okay. That was October, so... It's been about four months. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's gonna. You did it because you thought mine was so sweet. I just wanted to see where it would go because I hadn't let mine go. Like my facial hair has been really weird. I couldn't grow a mustache until I was thirty. Oh yeah. Uh, I couldn't like my beard didn't fill out until about then. So I was just kind of curious to see how long it would go. And the chin is going great, but the rest of it's not really filling in as much as I want. Uh, you know, the shame of it is. If I let the mustache go, I'm pretty sure I could get like a, like a, <clears throat> oh fuck, what's a, he plays the big brother on a, a Star is Born. Why am I playing on his Oh, name? Sam. Sam Elliott. Yeah, Sam Elliott. Because my mustache hair is really thick. I feel like I could get a Sam Elliott if I want to, but what a hellish existence that is, just getting food and toothpaste in your mustache all day. Oh, if you want to get like, get one that covers up yeah. like the top lip. Yeah, I mean, no one wants to do that. I mean, I get... Excuse me, I get enough on the beard, just, like, on the sides of it every so often, where, like, you go to, like, take some food, and, like, <laughs> as you, like, go in, you, like, you finish taking your bite, you have to, like, you feel, like, tears are in your mouth, you have to start, like, kind of pulling the beard out, like, ooh, get out of there, you, that's for food, not yeah. for beard, not for hair. <laughs> when you, I think probably how much, like, hair I eat just accidentally throughout the day. 
I certainly notice a lot more hair in my food, <laughs> and I really can't blame it on other people. I'm like, oh no, I scratched my beard a minute beforehand, and the hair clearly fell. Here's the thing, I, I, stro- I pet my beard too much, almost like a cat that I don't even realize I'm doing it, and like, some people have noticed it like, Oh, deep in thought, are you, while you tell me about why you're not going to try the new Wendy's breakfast menu? <laughs> are you? Not at that. I actually was going to bring this up. Not at that Wendy's. The one by us. Uh, yeah, so... You guys don't handle lunch and dinner right. Why would I trust you with breakfast? So for the longest time, Wendy's has... And our uh, Wendy's, once again, it's very close, but it's right at an awful intersection that during rush hour is going to be heinous. Yeah, and also to very quickly establish how close this, this Wendy's is, is... Uh, it wouldn't be a comfortable walk, but it is within walking distance. Like, I certainly wouldn't walk to the Arby's, because you'd have to go past, like, a major highway and go underneath it. Uh, but that, but the Wendy's, probably, like, a maybe 25, 30-minute walk, if even that. Probably, I'd say I'd say if you cut through the apartment complex, probably even quicker. And so we're just, like, giving people enough context clues to figure out exactly where our house is. Um, but the idea being that it's very close. Despite that fact... Uh, I we never go there uh, because it is infamous for just taking forever and always fucking up the order and never having stuff and a, a no way out drive through once yeah. you're in it once and there's a car in it, behind you and uh, there's all this news and it's ne- they've never had Wendy's breakfast I've heard that Wendy's have had breakfast before but I guess now that one used to like 15 years ago. Yeah. But it was just basically a recycled Burger King kind of one. This one looks like they're trying to do something new. They're saying everything has a cracked egg. Like, if it's an egg, there's no, like, liquid dehydrated eggs like McDonald's uses for most of their stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I I can't imagine... A breakfast Baconator? What a way yeah, to start your day. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> it's just a lot of weight <laughs> on it. Um, but All yeah, right, they, I guess they, I'm going right back home. They've been pushing it pretty hardcore, and it's it's been a real, like, uh, ooh, yeah, I don't think I'll be hitting that up anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Again, the drive through I can't get out of, I don't consider myself claustrophobic, but that, especially at a place that has established bad service. And it's also, like, kind of in, like, a, a not-super-great area of Paris, but like Progress Avenue is kind of where you start getting a little bit of shady stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Um, have you ever gone through one of those at any place, like one of those, uh, the drive throughs that you can't get out once you're in and then just decided you're like, you know what? I'm not getting anything and just ridden it out for the rest of it. Uh, I feel like that may have happened at that Wendy's once where I think like, cause here's the thing. I end up going to that Wendy's once every maybe like four months and I'm like, I just keep, I, I'm such an optimistic person. I'm like, you're so they must, close. They must've turned around. I bet. They just needed one good manager to really kick things up. Maybe a couple new good employees that really, like, care about it. I bet after that, maybe they start scheduling hours more. Like, things are turning around here. Yeah, Wendy's has to step in at some point, right? And be like, you suck. You guys are dropping the Mr. ball. Mr. Thomas's time. family has to be <laughs> stepping in. I mean, Wendy pretty, herself is there. Yeah, she's got she's to gotta have thoughts All 300 pounds of her, I'm sure. Uh-huh. And uh, you get in that line. And you're like, mm, I don't know, let's see what they got. Ooh, looks like they got a pretty good sandwich. Line's not moving super quick, but the person in front of me looks kind of chunky, so maybe it's just taking them a little bit. Three sandwiches and nuggets for $4. Interesting. <laughs> and then that's the moment a car pulls up behind you, and you feel, it's almost like a, like a Saul moment where you're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, like, this is the trap. like, that's where you expected like a chunk, chunk, like, oh my god, I, I feel, <laughs> I've been trapped. And then you just see that the person in front of you is like shaking their head, like, you realize their window's rolled up, you're like, oh my god, they're they're not ordering either. 
And then, yeah, you're in there for 30 minutes when you were like, oh, I was kind of stopping at Wendy's so I could be in and out in like five minutes and back you know, home already. The point of fast food? Yeah. I'd have gone to a regular restaurant and gotten yeah. carry out. Yeah, if I was going to do that, I would have just ordered something at like Applebee's and just picked it up and gone home or something like that. Uh, and then, yeah, you're always in there and it's always disappointing. And they're also one of the, because it's a very like quick serve, like they're very much like, yeah, what do you want? And it's like, uh, the, I want the four for four. All right. Why? Like they asked for that. And then it's like, they're like, Oh, you're done. That's not food for a person. You're done. <laughs> we don't care if you're here for someone else. If you were planning to get more food, you're just done on one item. <laughs> like it's very much like four, four. All right. First window. Like I, I was like, all right, I was going to get frosty, but whatever. I guess fuck me. And the first, and the guy taking your money, 700 pounds. And you're like, I'm like, why are you judging me this much? Also that Wendy's definitely took my fucking, uh, debit card. Once, like, didn't give it back to me. Oh, really? And lied about because I lost my debit card. That was that time, like, my debit card was stolen, was gone, and then my phone broke the same time. And I was like, "Oh my god, not having both of these at the same time, living off the grid, hellish." Yeah. yeah, you're just like, you can't do anything, basically. Like, if I had lost my license, I would have just been in, like a person on grata, basically. Um, and I know it was at that Wendy's because that was the last time I had it. And like, I was like, it wasn't in my car anywhere. I went. No, I don't think so, sir. It must have left at one of those other multiple fast food places you went that day. And I was like, <laughs> that, that 11 o'clock at night? <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge, Tubby. Click. <laughs> I was like, well, I got there at 10. So. <laughs> I was. It was my birthday by the time I got through. I've grown. I've aged in that Wendy's drive-thru. You see things. I've had it happen twice at Popeye's. Where you get stuck in that drive-thru, and then I get to the, I get to the order screen, and the whatever like the specialty item they had, they were completely out, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not getting anything here." And just sat in that line for like another fifteen minutes. <laughs> you know what? Because they called you, they're like, "What would you like, sir?" Nothing. I'm just not very happy about this, and you have to feel so smug and superior as they're like, "I will enjoy waiting in this line for ten minutes." <laughs> like it's just you and your car. Feeling like a point of pride, like, I'm not ordering anything, as you're just sitting there, stuck with everyone else, until about halfway through, you're like, I could have ordered biscuits. It's this place. I could have gotten the like, I am kind of hungry. <laughs> like, the I'm Cajun kinda, fries aren't bad. Yeah. I could have gotten some fries. Like, I'm actually pretty famished right now. <laughs> like, I'm going to have to pass I'm just by. going to the Burger King next door anyway. I'm going to have to pass by the window. Like, I'm not, like, getting by them. I'm not, like, I'm going to be like, and I've proven my point to you. <laughs> Take out. <laughs> Shake my fist and drive off, twirling my mustache. <laughs> No, I did that at the dentist once, too, where I was sitting there. I had, like, one of those late afternoon appointments. It was, like, 4.30, and I showed up at, like, 4.15, and 5 o'clock hits. No one said anything to me yet. And then finally, like, 5.10, someone comes out, and they're like, yeah, he's running behind. Um, So sorry. And then, But I went in to see him, but I was like, yeah, next time, if you could just let me know if he's going to be this late, because, I, you know, I have to be somewhere. And the next time it happened, it was, like, the same thing, a 4.30 appointment. And they came out at, like, 4.30, and they're like, yeah, it's going to be another half hour. And that was the day I didn't have class or anything. And I was like, well, I must be going. And I left and still had to reschedule that appointment for another day. They they came out, they're like, we heard the last time you were here and there was a wait, you threw a big hissy fit. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to give you a hissy fit. We heard you stomped on your feet and... We heard you through a small tantrum in the Start waiting room. Pulling people's hair. Like, here's some nail polish. You can paint your nails while you're waiting, diva. <laughs> Oprah Winfrey. 
like we heard the tooth Nancy showed up raised the, raised the big ruckus in the waiting room so we wanted to give you a little bit of a warning that it might be a couple minutes that the dentist is very busy helping people's lives <laughs> tooth get it because we call you by your first name because your full name's tooth Nancy <laughs> No, and I left and had to reschedule that appointment. It's to, to no advantage to myself. Oh, yeah. Those are the worst. Where, like, you're there at that moment of just like, no, I don't want this. And then you realize... Got in the car and was like, why didn't I just take that? <laughs> this is going to waste even more of my time. Oh, yeah. Or you just, like, you feel like you're crumbling afterwards, too. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like I missed have told it on the podcast. Yeah, I definitely did. Where I was, like, oh, I was looking at getting the um, skin surgery... Oh, the ice sculpting thing? Yeah, whatever. whatever they called it. Ice sculpting, cool sculpting, something, something like that. Something like that. And, uh, when, like, I didn't hear anything back from them for a while, and I called them, and I was just like, yeah, they said they were going to look into whether or not my insurance could cover it, and they're like, your insurance can't definitely can't cover this. And I was like, well, that's not what they told me. They're like, well, your insurance definitely can't cover this. And it's just like, they kept repeating that, and I eventually was just like, stop saying that! Stop saying that! And they just hung up on me, and it was just me like, well, I'm never, never going to call you back now! And I feel like that was followed by six months of you not paying them for that consultation, too. And yeah, no, I never, I never paid them again. Oh. <laughs> I never paid them for that consultation. Yeah, I don't recommend that. Well, fuck them. <laughs> I don't let, I don't let it hit my, I don't let it hurt my credit. That's I almost, don't think it ever did. That one, I think they just eventually were like, well, <laughs> took it on the chin. Yeah, I think they eventually just took that one. They were just like, because all they had to do, all they did was twenty minutes with that doctor. Like that's it's probably like, two thirds of the people that come in there. They're like, maybe my insurance will cover this. Well, they told me it would too during the one meeting. Like they were like, yeah, we can look it over. Sometimes insurance just cover this. And the person on the line, I don't think she must have had a very firm idea about what was and wasn't. And in her mind, she's like, no, cosmetic surgeries are never ever covered by insurance. So fuck yourself. And I was like, wait, no. Yeah, the Invisalign's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think with a lot of the skincare stuff, as long as you, like, can find, like, a good enough justification for it, like, if you're, like, my skin rashes otherwise or something like that, they can do it mm-hmm. with some kind of coverage, but... That gives you something to aim for. Yeah. Big queen. <laughs> what are you going to do? Me? <laughs> yeah. With your big nose. And can they, penis. Can they reduce that? <laughs> Not the penis. I don't want that. All right, sir. Sir, thing. <laughs> sir, we can't make this. <laughs> sir, I can barely find this. I'm... <laughs> sir, I have a microscope here. I'm still having trouble. We have the Hubble telescope lined up, and it still can't find it. <laughs> that can't be right. Am I paying for that? <laughs> that sounds expensive. Is that a trademark telescope, or is it just like one of a line? Uh, so I guess big... Pretty big uh, politics news. The Democratic primaries in pretty big swing at this point. A two-man race. Two-person race. Just kind of waiting for Elizabeth Warren to drop out at she this did. point. Oh, did she? she? She did drop out today. Oh, uh, okay. She hasn't endorsed anyone yet. I figured third place in her home state. I was like, Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, fuck. Even Bloomberg at least won a... He won American <laughs> Samoa. <laughs> he crushed American and Samoa. And then dropped out beforehand. I wonder if he's like, fuck, I should have stayed in. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, everybody... Has to, the, like, American Samoans must have, like, woken up with, like, a check underneath their pillow or something like that. <laughs> like, how else did he win? I don't, yeah. Or they really responded to that statement. At 50%, maybe he just went there once. And they're like, no one else does. Yeah, they're like, hey, man. <laughs> Bernie still thinks there, uh, Biden still calls us all Moana, so I guess <laughs> might as well get one where we can. Uh, 
Yeah, it's just a two-person race at this point. I'll be curious. I have to... I'd Over like... the course of four days that happened, Biden takes South Carolina. See, I feel like they, we should be getting rid of the Iowa and New Hampshire caucus. Like, it should start somewhere that's a better representation of the country. Because how many, like, I wish I'd start making bets with every hipster after New Hampshire and, like, Iowa that's like, Bernie's done, man. That old, or not Bernie, Biden's done, man. That old fogey, he doesn't know what's what. I think he just slaughtered. He won Texas. He wasn't even supposed to win Texas. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, there's so much, like, just fucking annoyance, too, where you're just like, so Buttigieg and Klobuchar both decided to drop out right before Super Tuesday and supported Biden. I that, just learned Klobuchar, too. I yeah. just learned the name. <laughs> but that fucking old, withered, whore, fucking Warren hung in just long enough to cost Bernie, like, four states and then drop out. And God forbid, if she doesn't support Bernie, it's like, what a fucking whore. Isn't she more of a moderate? I she thought. used to not be, though. Okay. She used to be what by or Bernie is to a T. And she's still pretty far. In yeah, I, I might not know enough about her. But she she moved herself more moderate. Like, Bernie's kind of never wavered from that rock he's kind of has always been on. Oh, yeah. She tried to make herself, I think, a little bit more electable. But she still had a lot of those same. So policies. Bernie's going to suck up all those votes. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, she has to. Like, I was like, if you don't support him at this point, like, if you endorse Biden, what a fucking horse race, like, race this is. Everybody is though. Like, every single one of them that drops out, as much shit as they gave him during debates, has gone Biden. Has anyone gone Bernie yet? Has uh, dropped out. I don't know if Yang gave it to anyone specific. I think he did Bernie. Okay. And I'm I'm sure the Obama endorsement of Biden's coming in the next week or so. Oh, I'm sure to some extent. Um, and I'll be curious to see how it actually plays out. But it definitely is one of those things where you're just like, man, fucking poor Bernie just like can't catch like a break. Like he starts to get some momentum, and then like everything that could have possibly fucked him over in that thing just does in a row. You're like, oh. uh, yeah, and it just after the last election, it wouldn't have been so bad if the last election clearly wasn't just like, ah, the DNC kind of doesn't think you're that good, so we're just going to go with Hillary instead. Yeah, and just shit talk to him the entire time. Yeah. This time they haven't done, as it goes on, they might, if he sticks in there, but oh, yeah. I don't think anything stops Biden from getting the nomination at this point. Uh, I think there's still a chance. I, I think a lot of it really comes down to... Um, what New York? Warren. And, uh, uh, well, Warren. Oh, Warren endorses. If, if, she, if Warren endorses Bernie, there's a shot. Because mm-hmm. there were like four states that if her, if the majority of her votes had gone to Bernie, he would have come out ahead in there. Mm-hmm. So, th- I think there's still a legitimate shot. I'm fully expecting it to be a Biden victory. Yeah, I would imagine. Which isn't the worst thing in the world. I think it's like, look, but it seemed unthinkable based on the news media for like the last few months up until South Carolina. Yeah, I stopped. Like, I, I learned pretty hard to stop taking, like, what fucking early projections, especially Twitter. Like, Twitter shit all over Biden as though he was the monster. It's like, I just creepy. follow hot wrestlers on Twitter. Right <laughs> like, creepy Joe and all the shoulder touches stuff. You're just like, this is always just such, like, such a weird minor perspective of the world mm-hmm. that I can never, like, take it as any kind of real reality Yeah, about what people are, like, globally thinking. So, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, no, it makes sense that he, he has a lot more of that base. I obviously whoever wins the nomination of voting for them, because uh, uh, even if Bernie were to win, he's not going to be able to get like he's not going to be able to push Medicare for all through no. or did a student debt forgiveness. The number one most important thing that the person who gets in needs to do is like let Ruth Bader Ginsburg and Clancy Brown die <laughs> so that they can get a Democrat like two like Democrat seats in that Clancy Brown or what, what's fucking who's um, Clarence Clarence Thomas he's a Republican. Clarence. 
Yeah, well, no, who's the one, who's the one dude on the Supreme Court? The one who's like a heart attack away from death. Oh, um, not Kennedy. I forget his name. Yeah, there is like one like old Clinton appointee that's still on there too. Yeah, like they they let the two of them retire or die. There's three that are definitely going to die in another four years and two of them are Democrats. Yeah, so the very idea is, like, you can't let, like, no matter what, if you want to get... It's already a conservative majority right now. Yeah, so you can't let that happen, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something where you'd have to hope that one of them can get in to keep that from happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I kind of... You know what, like, just when you think Trump doesn't surprise you, he pardons Rob Blagojevich, like the (laughs) corrupt governor of Illinois, that was a Democrat, (laughs) I really, he's... Do you remember that story? And the guy used to have, like, this really crazy, like, brown hair. And now he just got out of prison where he can't dye his hair, so his hair's like, he looks like Doc Brown. Very vaguely, yeah. I, it's only memorable just from, like, because that was when Jon Stewart was still doing the Daily Show, and he always used to be like, it's a perfect, uh, like, Jerry Lewis, uh, named Blagojevich. But yeah, I actually kind of want to see, I, thought the most interesting debates would be Biden and Trump. I think everyone else would do too much, like, shrugging at the camera. Like, can you believe this Trump guy? Although I think Biden's lost a step. I think... I definitely would be very curious to see what Bernie-Trump debates would be. Because Trump is weirdly positive towards Bernie. Because he's the only one who doesn't... He doesn't have, like, a wacky nickname for him. He always seems to talk highly of him. He wants Bernie to win, because he can beat Bernie, because... Which is weird. That's such an insane way of thinking to me, where he's like, there's no way Bernie would win. And I was like, you're a reality TV show host who radicalized... Like, I don't understand why you would be the one person to think it's an impossibility that he would win. Well, Bernie's lived a very charmed life on being in the left primaries. I think once he gets into, like, both of them... Uh, once the whole population has a say, all of a sudden people are going to start taking a lot more like looks at like, so you're not going to raise taxes for anybody but the rich. Mm, that's okay. So I'm sure they'll just roll over and take that. That's what they're known for. I think it, he's going to have a hard time explaining how he's planning on paying for a lot of the stuff he wants to do. And I think there's still a decent amount of moderates that are like, raise my taxes. Mm. It's just like that Simpsons PTA meeting. Where it's like, your kids deserve, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Where that's, eventually that's all Skinner's doing is just like, oh yeah, the finger thing, it means taxes. The money, that's what the fingers mean. Everybody loves these great ideas until like you start seeing what it's going to take out of your paycheck. So I think that's what Trump's thinking by like, because I believe they actually told Republicans in like states where you didn't have to be registered to vote in a primary to vote for Bernie. Yeah, I mean, but that's, I, and Bernie, and Bernie, is as old as Trump or older? He's older than Trump, I think. Yeah. How are we down to it again? Like the three seventy-five-year-old people. Yeah, I we mean, said we weren't going to do this again, <laughs> didn't we? As a country, I thought we all agreed. If you, I mean, even take that away. Bloomberg and Warren were the other <laughs> yeah. two people in that race who are also like seventy years old apiece. Like it's not like the youngest person still left was Buttigieg, I think. And then, like, outside of that, the median age was probably, like, 71. I don't know how old Klobuchar was. She didn't yeah. look young. She could have been younger than that. That's what I mean. Like, Klobuchar yeah. and Pudigdeg, like, you take them out, the Ugh. median age, like, shot up to, like, 70 again or something like that. Like, haven't we agreed this is not good? <laughs> I'm not saying the younger person has to win, but it should not be too 80-year-old. I mean, it is weird to have, like, feel like you went from, like, a time when it was Obama against... uh McCain, McCain. Mm-hmm. and you were like, 
I mean, yeah, McCain was an older senator at the time, definitely. But you're like two people who are very much in that realm. And then, like, every election since then has felt like it's had, like, a major Bush or Clinton or in that scape, like, an yeah. Obama. Part. Like, it's it's felt very, like, a small circled after that. And that was a big knock against McCain until he picked Sarah Palin. It was like, oh, look how old he is. Oh, he's so withered. Oh, God. Yeah, and he probably was, like, maybe, like, late 60s at that point yeah. in comparison. It's it's astounding. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be really curious to see how, like, the next, like, month is going to go. Um, I think it's kind of exciting. Uh, it's going to be hell on your social life if you have anybody who's a big fan of Bernie or Biden. Because even from, like, the small amount of people I know, it's pretty ruthless and cutthroat already. Oh, just the downtrodden messages from Warren supporters is already, oh, yeah. like, really sad. I haven't even talked to Terry. Hey, though. it's not but over yeah. yet. She, I mean, it's over, but she's <laughs> going to be back stronger. Like, so are you rooting for Trump to win? I, yeah, I don't understand what, like, it's the same thing. For with, 2024? Like, after Yang lost, when he was like, yeah, Yang 2024, we're coming back. And I was just like, so are you already saying you're going to run against the Democratic president at the time? Like, I guess you're saying we're going to come back. Look, there's nothing wrong against running in, against an incumbent. Willie Weld has a serious chance. <laughs> Didn't have a big showing on Super Tuesday. But there's plenty of elections still left out there. Did they ever cover it? No, <laughs> not for even a second. <laughs> not for a second. I had to explain not it. even on Fox News. I had to explain it to Dad. I was like, yeah, I don't think Mikey's, I don't think Mikey's gonna, has any, like, real person he's rooting for in the Democratic debate. I think he's putting everything behind someone who's running against Trump in the Republican <laughs> primary or something like that. Right behind William Weld. It's just running on principle, like me sitting in that line. Of Popeyes, like it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm gonna be treated like I should be treated. Uh, so let's say elections held today, it's between uh, Trump or Bernie or a third party. Who do you vote for? So Bernie's the Democratic. Bernie, Bernie ends up being the Democratic nominee. Um, because I think it's too easy. If I just say Biden, I feel like you would just say like, ah, maybe I'll go Biden or something like that. Who I'm voting for or who I want to win? Who would you vote for? Um, I'll be honest, I'm almost certainly voting third party God damn, at this we've point. we've done to this again, Mikey! You can't do this again! I don't. <laughs> unless, like, Biden really impressed me during the debates, or, I don't know, like, if that, if Trump actually, like, called somebody a faggot, did, and, like, and then I'm like, alright, I gotta step up at some after point. after last time, didn't you just feel like you went to the voting booth, you spent time waiting in line, and you just, like, you signed Gary Johnson's name onto a scrap of paper, and then you just walked out and threw it straight into the trash? <laughs> didn't you just feel like you wasted your entire I point? knew he wasn't gonna win. I didn't know he wasn't gonna hit 3%. That was a bummer. Get 5%? <laughs> I knew he was, yeah, that was a bummer. But, um... <laughs> No, I'd rather just vote for somebody I want to vote for, honestly. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. Endangering us all for your own personal whims, but whatever. I mean, I'll leave it open. Biden could really impress me during debates. Bernie, I, I, it's just too socialist. I can't get behind it. That's fair. Just too far on the other side. I was thinking about it. And honestly, I don't want him to win, but I, I think no matter what, Trump's probably going to get reelected. I think it's more like more than likely... I think, uh, unless some real big changes start happening, but I think, uh, it's, it's, it's sad to me yeah. how much the left is just eating itself constantly. This should have been a slam dunk. I, I feel like it's, and it's one of the reasons I like Bernie so much is he really does seem like he tries to avoid a lot of like the mudslinging. Like when he does it, it's mostly just on trying to hit on people on the issues, mm -hmm. but it's, 
astonishing. Definitely supporters don't seem to get that idea. And they really go after people and just devour it. Like, the entire press cycle has been, like, uh, Biden's weird, touchy uncle. Bloomberg is this insane Trump guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buttigieg isn't, like, doesn't know what he's doing sort of deal. Uh, Warren has her head up around. Like, it's all been, like, just these violent attacks against these people. And you're like, there's no way there's a unified front no. coming at that point. Like, there's nothing that suggests that. <clears throat> Bernie and Biden together would be interesting, because Biden keeps that black vote that he showed that clearly he needed. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie keeps that young vote that the Democrats need to, like, stay energized. But I, I just don't see the Democrats putting two old white guys on the same ticket. No, and I can't see... I feel like the only way that could even... No, because it would be like, I don't think Bernie would take a vice president spot, because he's not going to be able to do anything from that spot. Yeah. He's not going to be able to try to at least push some of his stuff out there. And the backup to our 80-year-old president is another 80-year-old? And Biden's never going to take the vice president. If, like, the situations are... Not again, He's never going to jump into it again. Like, some fucking Veep (laughs) storyline. Yeah. Like, so it's never going to happen that way. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. No, I'm I'm fully preparing myself for the idea that there's going to be another four years of Trump. I want, I was like I was trying to think what could Trump do that he would almost certainly lose. There's nothing. That, let, I don't think there's a single thing. Let's say do. in a debate he referred to Pete Buttigieg as a queer. No, I don't. Is think that I, enough? No. Homo. No. Faggot. No, I don't think... Really? I think at I that point, moderates are like, all right, I've sat by long enough. No, I don't... I, at that point, I would have to, like, vote I think against if him. He, I think if he, slip with a tongue or not, called Obama that N-word president, I don't think it would damage him at all. Uh, no, I, his thir- his, that 30% stays with him no matter what. His entire, his entire career is based off the fact he just kind of inflammates himself for... The basically the press of it, and then everything cycles out of that news cycle a day or two later. That would stay in for a very long time. You think? You think a lot of that stuff would? You thought? You thought Jeffrey Epstein hanging himself mysteriously in prison would have hang around in the news cycle longer than it did? I think it still does. Like but... a like a pedophile ring that had like ties to the current sitting president would have sat in the news cycle longer than like two days. And Clinton as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> that, you thought that, it... that just quietly kind of disappeared. I still assume maybe just because I follow Joe Rogan on Instagram, so I assumed it was still in the news because oh, Joe not... Rogan just throws nothing but references. No, I mean that's that. the meme. It's just like Epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> yeah. meme, and like a bunch of people were like, "This is very disrespectful." Like, this is the only way. This is the only way people in a five years from now are going to know who Epstein is, is the Epstein didn't kill himself. No. Like, that's the place we're at. And it'll be ten years from now where Netflix will do, like, a crazy documentary after that. His assistant's already, like, committed suicide under similarly similarly weird circumstances. Everyone's like, we should really get on top of this. You know, (laughs) like, we waited 20 years to finally get on Michael Jackson's ass after he was dead. Yeah, like, yeah, just in time for Trump to already be dead or something like that. Yeah, it is weird. I heard the FBI can't find the footage from (laughs) his cell. Yeah, it's very... It's How very, would you lose that? It's very odd. The most important awful. prisoner in the country. It's very weird. All these things happened. Oh, I'd love to know more about that. But that's where I'm just like, no, there's no way anything hangs in the news site. I don't... Yeah. I legitimately do not think there's anything he could say or do outside of maybe murdering Mike Pence on television or something of that nature. Like, <laughs> something like only a comic book would have done. 
where like someone managed to film him doing the most incriminating, like him ripping up. What if it was just something like, gay, like him kissing Mike Pence, like and the curtain goes up for the debate, and you he's know just what? making that, out with Mike that Pence. That might actually. Be. <laughs> well, I was thinking like it's like a like a scene of him like ripping the Constitution. He's just like, yes, you have maybe to reveal the mask behind Donald Trump. Donald Trumpovich is <laughs> like something like that. You're just like, that's how we get him. <laughs> but even that, I think, might just cycle out after a day or two. It would probably take a little bit more than that, but maybe it would just take a couple weeks. What was that? Uh, was it that Saudi reporter that got murdered in oh, yeah. like a Turkish embassy? And that then was a week like later. WWE the had biggest... a pay per view there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't care. Nothing that... matters. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I became president, or I would have to be king. I would be like, we're going back to the old days. You get an hour of local news and an hour of, of national news a night, and that's it. And there's, I'm eliminating these 24 hours of news cycles, except for maybe like. Super Tuesday nights, so you can follow something that. like that. I mean, I, I but mean, all the regular news channels do that anyway, like NBC, ABC. I'm still all fine have. with even something that's like a C-SPAN that mm. covers it 24 seven, but actually is just covering kind of testimonies, events like that. Like it doesn't. There's, I, I don't know. It feels wrong that there's like a Tucker Carlson show where it's just like we're gonna sit on an hourly show that airs weekly. That sandwich between six or seven other shows kind of exactly. That are all going to be covering the same stories. That are all going to be covering the same stories until they're talked about to death. And then because it's the news and they need to fill an hour of content every single day, they're going to grab at every story and there's no real, they don't really need to follow up on stuff or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Like, that's where I'm like, we don't need any of that. Like, that's all nonsense. Yeah. But to the point when... Comedy Central had like almost a four hour long block of comedy satire, uh, satirizing it. Oh, and it was like man. a daily show, Colbert Report, like the Larry Widmore show. Like there was like, I feel like there was like a Rest solid, in peace. yeah, I feel like <laughs> there was a solid two hours plus chunk of time that was just like a comedy news analyst show. Wonder if Comedy Central like went like, ooh, and like <laughs> we had to cancel Larry Widmore in like less than six months. It was the blackest thing we've ever had on television here. Yeah, it really was. It was a rough time. Poor, poor Larry. I'm sure he's doing all right. Now, and you saw the Chris Matthews thing where... Yeah, where he just like abruptly announces his retirement. And then and then it came back from commercial break and it was another guy that had a different show. He's like, well, okay, I wasn't really prepared for this, but I'd like to, <laughs> like to thank Chris Matthews for all of his years. I used to watch... It's funny to think about, like, my first, like, in college, I never watched Fox News, even though I've always been more conservative than liberal or whatever Fox you want to call it. Fox News is so far, though. Yeah. Like, I consider myself liberal, but I can't watch, like, a Rachel Mad- Maddow show. Like, I'm just like, this is too much for me. This is this is too... It's too inflammatory, if nothing else. Yeah. It's, it's like the Keith Oldman show, where it's like you're just going through her personal enemies list. At like, you're, yeah, you're trying to incite me. Guess just, what this guy said to me on a podcast somewhere. Yeah. You're like, I don't give a shit about that. Or something that. that's like, like, anger culture kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. That's started to become like a thing on YouTube now. Where there's entire people who make entire careers off of like, check out this new conspiracy, or this mm-hmm. new, like, outrage news story. Look at all the deep, and they'll make like forty-minute videos every day on you. Just like I've never understood what would be enjoyable about watching that. Like I don't yeah. enjoy being angry, so I don't know why we would want. Yeah, and I don't enjoy having my anger fueled either. Yeah, and certainly not directed by someone I don't know either. Too. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, MSNBC, I used to watch in college in the afternoons, and it was back when it was, Chris Matthews had been there forever, uh, back when Joe Scarborough had an, after, an evening show, uh, I'm trying to think, Tucker Carlson, before he became like fiercely Republican, uh-huh. was on there, and then I think maybe like Al Sharpton or somebody, there was someone fairly liberal, but it was kind of like a moderate option. And then slowly they bled all those guys out, except for Joe Scarborough. That still shocks me that a channel as liberal as that has Joe Scarborough as their morning show anchor. <laughs> I guess they figure, like, we're just always going to lose to Fox and Friends, so who gives a shit? Yeah. But those days are gone. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it, it's how it is. And I don't, like, because now you just pick what you want to watch, too. Like, you don't have to challenge yourself by being like, well, there's only three news options, so I guess I'll pick one of these and see which one I align with, but if they're not covering the story I want at the time, I'll switch to one of the other. It's like, no, that's a thousand places. No, oh, Al Jazeera West Coast. Yeah, like you can just go to any one of their things. Or if you decide you don't want to actually digest the real news, you digest it from one of the various different, like, comedy news things. You know, your last week tonight, Full Frontal, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Colbert Show, you know, Daily Show. Like, yeah, See, I've seen none of those since but that's because politics is too big now, I don't enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, like you don't need... And, and that's the same thing, where it's like, either you're going to get your news from there, and you're just going to get a couple yucks thrown in there, or you don't. Like, I mean, that's just what it is. All right, I put this on my list for the Oscar one that we didn't do, because um, <clears throat> I forgot. Remember in 1917, uh, we can do a little role-playing. I'm going to be... Remember uh, when... Oh, God, what's his name? I don't know. The guy that lives... Is sneaking through that French town while it's getting bombed in that beautiful scene. Yeah. And he comes across the two German soldiers, and one's just drunk as shit, like, singing in the street, and the other guy he actually has to fight Mm -hmm. and kill. And then the the one that was drunk, he just pushes over. Yeah. I'll be the commanding officer, and you'll be the drunken soldier that got pushed over. And I'm like, so what happened to Private Heinrich? (laughs) Your dead colleague over there on the floor. Oh, is he dead? I was assuming just very sleepy. What were you doing last night? Oh, uh, reading Mein Kampf, doing literature work, uh, sharpening my skills of perception. Your breath, breath reeks of Hefeweizen. Uh, yes, had there was a, uh, snake, and it bit <laughs> my friend and had to suck all of the poison out, but he's ooze quite booze hound, so a lot of booze in alcohol blood level. Bubble. Your friend will corroborate this? Oh, but he's dead. Oh, how sad. It looks like the story dies with me. Is this Private Heinrich? That sounds like his name. It does. <laughs> so I will check him for snake bites. Yes, let me just investigate it first with these uh, pliers, and you can go check afterwards. I would be remiss if I didn't point out when I came in here that you tripped over six garbage bags filled with beer bottles. Ooh, yes, very clumsy, you know, a very distraught of Stun's corpse in house. It's very, oh, boy. But let me tell you, shop skills last night, though, no one got through under my tasteful watch. <laughs> All right, I'll file this with Sophia. <laughs> very good. <laughs> Guten Tag. Uh, so I remember the back and forth we've had over when we went to Spain and I asked you about uh, airline tickets and, and where you wanted to be seated on the plane. Mm. And what do you recall your version of this argument being? I feel like I said something like, what seat do you want? And I said, I don't really care between the window or the uh, the side, like the aisle seat. I was like, whatever. 
It all works. Okay. Because it feels like you were very upset getting center seats. Because it wasn't really implied to me that that was an option. <laughs> that, that was, if I had said, fit, whatever, that that was going to be what happened. Okay. Anyway, I found the emails. Okay. Here's your script. I start. <clears throat> this is an email sent from uh, work. Uh, hey, just thought I would let you get your say. These are the via- via- available seats for Atlanta to Madrid. So what's your preference? Why did you like, ugh. Oh, because I tripped up on uh, available. Okay. How about row 27, the two seats against the side? I don't care much about window or aisle. And then I nailed you with some great Game of Thrones reference. <laughs> All right, I looked into changing the ticket, but it, there would be a three hundred dollars service charge, so we won't do that. Uh, how about for the flight back? I don't, where am I? Oh, uh, any two seats next to each other is fine. I'm not too particular about that. Nothing else written there. Uh, no, and then my no, oh, I guess I said it. Where are all the dogs at? <laughs> is that why you? Because this doesn't really feel like the lightning strike, like the lightning bolt. Like the smoking gun that you wanted. To you never clarified whether you wanted a center or an aisle seat. I don't think you were really established that you're like, hey, uh, the option otherwise is you get the middle seat. I got two email responses in a row that like, do whatever you want, you fucking whore. I said, hey, <laughs> no, the first one is very clearly, hey, there's this one spot where there's two seats next to each other. There's no middle seat option possible. I don't care which one of those I get. That one's fine. And then, uh, again, just like... So busy ranting about songs. I missed it. <laughs> so, something about that. I don't even know if you say that seat's not available. And it's just me saying, I like, it's fine. As long as the seats are together, it's fine. And you really like clarify, like, well, they're going to be aisle seats then. And you're going to ride I both. I probably found a better and window spot. <laughs> and you're going to ride both the way back. And too. Like, it's, it's very, like, you're going to get hosed full front ways and back ways. Well, you should have implied you wanted fairness. You, you never did. I guess so, yeah. Well, th- no. Because knowing full well, they're like the little <laughs> queefy goblin you were. You <laughs> sat on the news that I was going to get a window seat the whole time, knowing that it would going to fuck me over. Like, you can't act like you're like, well, it's your just desserts that you were getting for, knowing full well that you've been, like, eagerly anticipating dropping the bomb at me at the airport, that I was going to be sitting in the middle seat of an airplane for eight-plus hours. By admitting <laughs> your selection of a seat, you assumed whatever seat you got. No one's saying that. Did I find a little joy in it? Sure. <laughs> Did you, like like a Machiavellian villain, just giggle to yourself and wait for the perfect opportunity to drop your bomb on the unsuspecting fool? And yeah, well, I texted Terry, too. I was like, Terry, you got to see this. But there was no version of you. Originally, you claimed, like, uh, you put an email, like, well, I don't want to be in the center seat on both sides. I mean, ways. I certainly didn't. I would like to have assumed that you wouldn't. Have well, you can find it in writing. I don't know. Maybe it's after that part about all the dudes' dogs. <laughs> well, it is weird. That the, even within this, there's still more nerdy Game of Thrones references. It really just goes to show how dorky your email correspondences were back in, God, fucking, what is this, 2016? Yeah, this is when I first started reading the Isopedia page, or the Ice and Fire Wikipedia page, and ruining stuff. I was like, oh my god, Christopher, there's so many Targaryens we never hear about on the show. <laughs> the next two seasons are going to rock this. There's a guy, his name actually looks like Anus Targaryen. He's a good guy. Don't respect him. 
I should more, but you were wrong. I was wrong. I think we can help them. <laughs> Look, I mean, let bygones be bygones. I'm certainly not hob- like harboring grudges for it. It's just one of those things. I don't want you to try to make yourself uh, like absolve yourself. Of I did everything I could for him, guys. <laughs> I was like, I did everything. I, I could. begged Chris. I are you sure you don't want the window I, seat? I held it to myself. I giggled about it for like the week prior. <laughs> I dropped it on them twenty minutes before we were boarding the plane. <laughs> not even the week prior. It was like two months. We bought those tickets like three months in advance. <laughs> I don't think I told you about the trip back until we were in the airport at Madrid. Either. I, I think we're I, waiting in line in Paris. I think I heard about it eventually on the eight-hour plane ride over there. I think that's when I finally figured out. Oh, so this is the ride back too. I probably threw it in your face when you had like two beer tickets and you didn't use them. You're like, "Can I have them?" You're like, "Come on, lush, pull yourself together." I was like, well, guess who's riding in the center seat again, homo? And again, I really can't feel too bad because you were the one who got stuck next to the bathroom seat, which just constantly had like old lady farts filtering. <laughs> oh goodness, face. the strudel. Oh, boy, that chicken's so dry, but so wet coming out. Oh, God, I put my earphones in. What's on? Oh, that last Star Trek movie. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Why is it just filled up to the bathroom? I'll just listen to farts and shit. <laughs> oh, that's now playing that old lady taking a poop in the so, bathroom. So if you're flying, like, uh, you've won a trip to Ireland. Hmm. They're going to fly you there. Uh, unfortunately, uh, in a very unorthodox manner, they're going to first stop at, like, uh... Shanghai? <laughs> Hong Kong? They're, they're going to stop down in South Africa, Cape Town. Oh, okay. They're going to stop down there and then fly. It's going to be, like, a 16-hour plane ride. Uh, and you're stuck. You have to stay in the same seat. And it's refilling the plane and getting back in the air. Uh, your headset works. Unfortunately, your terminal is stuck to only the Tyler Perry movie selection screen. Those are the only options you have. Do you? Th- how much of it is like? I'd run out of them, right? Or do they <laughs> do they cycle back? <laughs> no. Once you watch one, it's done. <laughs> like, do you watch those, or you just begrudge? Like, no. Guess I'd bring a book. I don't know. <laughs> well, you didn't know about that's this. not part of the contest. <laughs> Slap, slap. What a contest. I thought I won a contest. No, this is, it's still ongoing. Nope, now you're going to Ireland for indentured servitude. Well, is it You're co- at the mine in the Shamrock Mines. Is it coach? Yes. I honestly, short no, of being. You won a contest and they're flying you there first class. How would you like your lobster prepared? I don't think I could do coach to Cape to Town. South Africa <laughs> to Cape Town. Yeah, that and that is like practically like the same distance as going to Australia. Like I think I would go crazy and I would just be so uncomfortable. And if it was Tyler Perry, it would become like some Vietnam thing where I would just go crazy. <laughs> would you? I mean, you're maybe getting a taste for him now. I mean, I've already seen one, so I can't. You've seen the worst. Well, I feel like I, there's a lot of... I bull- can do battle by myself, might be... <laughs> there's a lot of... Might bull- be the 1917. I mean, I haven't seen the two Boo movies. Those are probably <laughs> classics. And there's a lot yeah. of lore I have to catch up on. Like, who, why is AJ so aggressive towards his father, really? Let's scandalize uh, it. Uncle Heathrow's only a recent character, so that's, Ooh. like, less Tyler Perry scenes you're going to have to see. <laughs> you think, but I'm sure they'll find a way to squeeze the others in. That's just because Tyler Perry got too tired of a day. It's like, oh, this character just takes too much out of me. He's you know, like, oh my god, soul. I hate having to wear this brawl. All day. So like, you don't have to wear bro- like, Make something else. You don't actually have to wear the clothes underneath it. I know how Daniel Day-Lewis feels now. The character, it, it eats more of you. It's like staring in the hole, like Nietzsche says. 
Uh, wasn't that the thing that, like, the sound of music, they all made them wear, like, old-time underwear, too, when they filmed oh, that Oh, really? Movie? Oh, that would just blow. like, what the fuck's the point? <laughs> like, you're not seeing it. Especially the kids, like, we're not getting naked during this. What kind of movie is this again? <laughs> like, why do we have to? Why is this period authentic? That's it, and I forget the two leads in that were, like, big-name actors. You think, like, wouldn't you be able to put your foot down? Like, absolutely not. I'm going to wear, like, what, a mousetrap on my cock? What did the yeah. Germans have during World War II? Like, what I assume is probably, like, very heavy wool underwear that's just uncomfortable. Just the crap you couldn't... Just no itch, cotton. Itchy and fucking just warm. Yeah, no microbial fibers just, you know, <laughs> helping you breathe out your junk. Exactly. MeUndies, guys. <laughs> go to MeUndies.com slash SuperLayer. Go to MeUndies.com slash ToothNancy and you get yourself $5 off your next paper. What if that worked? And that's like some gay tooth fetish podcast. Hey, good for them for getting the uh, the MeUndies sponsor, though. You know? This hurts me trademarking it, which I thought I'd be able to do. I know. I really, you know, I guess we should have gotten on it a little sooner. Why didn't you guys just go with Tooth Fairy? Was that already taken? Or? <laughs> They're just like, oh. Because we're just so simple to you, aren't we? Because we're queers. Listen, we're not ending on that, are we? <laughs> the hard, the hard queers. I was say, do you have anything else you want to say? Uh, how funny did you find Deontay Wilder's outfit the first time you saw it? When he actually Deontay Wilder, Mike T- or uh, Tyson oh, Fury. Uh, so I guess the the I. First, I heard about Tyson Wilder. I think I saw, like, a gif of him riding on, like, the throne. And then I heard, like, I like it was a trending topic, and it was, like, I saw American Pie trending. They were talking about how he sang American Pie afterwards. I didn't know anything about the other guy. The only thing I saw is that he lost the fight. And then I saw him, like... Right, brutal knockout. Yeah, but, like, I, then I saw, like, the news story that was, like, two days later. He blamed his loss on the outfit he wore. So I was like, well, what did he wear? So I had to look at the entrance as he comes out like a Power Rangers villain <laughs> with like this giant like glowing suit with like a skull. He legitimately, I was like, oh, this is what like Zed would look like nowadays. Yeah. They would just dress him up with a big black skull crown mask that glows every so often. And he hot dogged it into the ring on that for like 15 straight minutes. Said, weighed, like, said the whole thing weighed like 40 pounds and the, the helmet was like 20 of it. And why you would like... Unless you're really into, like, the theatrics of it, like, I'm sure it's also just a level. He's always worn, like, an elaborate face mask, but nothing like this. But also just, like, once you lose, you you have to, like, blame it on the suit then, right? Like, you can't just be like, oh, I just walked in the ring, got my tits pushed in. You just try to save face, like, I guess I really overestimate. Because you think the next, if they got a rematch, he wouldn't wear some stupid, ridiculous, like, it clearly wouldn't be as heavy on the top. Comes in in, like, a... Uh, Dr. Manhattan sarong kind of thing. Yeah, like, it's gonna be something that lowers himself from the scene, like, oh! Like, it's gonna be some gorgeous hot-dogging session again that time, too, so... It's even heavier. <laughs> See, it would never... I thought it was the unmanliest thing to blame the costume. Because you blame a bunch of things. You're like, ah, I got injured during training, I kept working through it, or I was injured in between rounds. It would never be like... You know that big hot dogging costume that I insisted on? That I must have insisted on. There's no way his trainer was like, you know what would be great for you? Why don't you haul out another 40 pounds of useless weight on top of you? On your neck. For 40 <laughs> minutes. For 40 minutes, if you count the time it took him to get, like, suited up and actually walk out. Yeah. I, I mean, the funniest thing for me is imagining, because it's, like, it's attached to this rapper who's kind of doing a very, like, black, 
power kind of rap. Mm-hmm. Talking about, like, black power, black people, black lives. Like, if you listen to it, you can hear the, black. the lyrics are. I'm black, y'all. Yeah, I'm black, y'all. I'm just, blankety black. And you just think that while that's happening, he's standing behind him, seeing him not move, and just be like, oh, my God, fucking hurry up! Move it! <laughs> Let's go! That'd be great. Just, like, elbows him, like, move! <laughs> oh, I'm just running up to the... Oh, I'm just throwing the helmet up. Oh, the poop's woo. starting to leak out. Oh, you. Oh, man. Anyway. It's still <laughs> cool, though, right, Oh, guys? you can you can finish the song now. We're good. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, what I want is, like, him and that weird silver suit that, uh, fucking... CeeLo Green Ward that won Grammys that we showed. Oh, up. yeah. Like, the two of them, like, get together to fight crime. That's like an the, Egyptian like, sarcophagus kind of thing? Like, I want the, that to happen, when the two of them meet up and they just start, like, solving crimes or something. That could happen. Yeah, in my mind, it's already has. It's Adult Swim puts a ton of stuff out there. Oh, yeah, they put garbage. They'll put any garbage out there. They've got Mike Tyson and Norm MacDonald in Netflix is $10 billion in debt. They're just putting out shows. I'm sure they'll put that out. Whatever queefy vampire werewolf movie TV show just came out. I'm sure they could fill in that slot, too, with that. That you're like, I watched a couple episodes. It was okay. Uh, just so many of my friends advising me to watch it. I'm just like, it really... I, I try to respect your opinions, but just the previews make this look like an enormous hunk of shit. Are you all gaslighting me? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this like a coordinated effort, or... Because you see what I'm generally watching, right? Like, is this you know, Joe Schmo? Like, you know, I've never come to you about, like, hey, did you watch the newest episode of The Magicians? It's been on Netflix for three years. If I haven't watched it, clearly there's a reason. Clearly that's an actual decision on my part not to. It'd be sweet if it is like Joe Schmo. It's just them all trying to... Oh, I watch it, and eventually, like, I, I get to the end, and I was like, that sucks. And then a weight just falls in the ceiling. Like, oh. like, oh! And then they all come in through the back door, like, got him! A cartoonishly small anvil, but it still weighs, like, ten pounds. Like, oh! Ooh, really hurts! What is going on? Yeah, I have to get that. What's going on? Like, the little tiniest. Even then, you're still like, Crawling on the floor. You guys watched me. recognize this anvil hanging precariously above my head for to throw like a week straight. How did I know when to drop it? <laughs> oh, that the episode ends and a Rube Goldberg machine goes out, it's mousetrap like a guy diving <laughs> off a board into a tub. It's like like the episode finishes a little Netflix bar loads up and it's like stay tuned for a sneak peek of season two and then it starts Hey off Glow and- might be back. Wait for a premiere. <laughs> it just drops on a message it's like Hey, homo, look up. on your ARIA list of <laughs> Netflix underlined five times. 
Mikey didn't recommend the show, but you know he had to have known about this. Oh yeah, just like I assume there's a part of your mind that's never completely absolved me from the Mister Flabby situation. That I'm like, no, I guarantee I've never met her before. You're like, he couldn't have. It was so personal, directed yeah. towards the things only you would know. How long is he holding on to this for? Is this like the hot dog off the theater thing? Where- <laughs> Like, ten years from now to Thanksgiving, I'll finally, like, all right, that was the tranny I paid. <laughs> oh, yeah, I definitely, I found her, I paid her, I told her all your weaknesses, the go for the nose, the teeth, and the body. <laughs> you thought it was weird she was only into anal? <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, unless you have anything else. No, nah, I think that's going to do it. All right, uh, Super Larios Brothers, you can follow me on, at Michael J. Larios on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, look us up on uh, iTunes. iTunes does not release the episodes in sequential order, so if you want to do that, you can go to Podbean. Uh, but give us five star reviews and um, yeah, superlariousbrothers.podbean.com. You can mm-hmm. always subscribe to an RSS feed there. Great. So that's gonna do it, everybody. Catch you next time here on the Super Larius Brothers Super Show. Do-do-do-do.